Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of First, the show where I, Mark Kuznets, give you my first impressions on a game, man. This year episode is all about First. <laughs> I was about to say, this year episode is all about First, but uh, that's not what it's all about. This, this show is First. Uh, I don't need to tell you what First is about, unless you're new here, which, as I already said, is, you know, First Impressions and one of you. But the game I'll be talking about on this year episode is Turbo Overkill, a retro inspired first person shooter only on pc right now because it is an early access title it is scheduled for full release in early 2023 but what you have currently in the 20 dollars build that it is is pretty solid the fundamentals the core gameplay is great it feels really really good they have recently added native controller support as well which i like as a controller player and coming to terms with that when i was playing the game at first on mouse and keyboard before they added the native support but you also have one episode they're going to be adding two more by the time of the full release and the first episode is made up of eight levels you've got about six or seven weapons a pair of pistols a pair of smg guns two shotguns a minigun and a rocket launcher i think that's it they all have alternate fire modes and that can change a gun and the way it fires. It can, for instance, make the minigun turn into a flamethrower, which is pretty cool. The pistols will lock on to enemies. You can lock on to three or four of that. The SMG guns that you dual wield, you'll instead with the alternate fire mode, just take one and then you get more accurate. The rate of fire is slower and it's better for long range because there's not really a great long range weapon currently in the game. But you are kind of pushed towards being really aggressive and attacking enemies head on because the real unique part of the gameplay, what makes it its own little thing is that you've seen chainsaws in games you've seen chainsaws in many shooters the gears of war i was gonna say the gems of war series yeah the gems of war series really made chainsaws popular in shooters my favorite shooter gems of war the gears of war series made chainsawing in shooters a cool thing and instead of having it attached to your gun you have it attached to your leg in Turbo Overkill. And the way you chainsaw up all the enemies is by sliding through them. And depending on how fast you're going, you will slide through a whole bunch of them. Maybe you'll slide through one and stop at the next one because you were going way too slow. But this feature, this ability really makes the game stand out as its own thing. And it's just a lot of fun to play around with. <laughs> it's weird though, because I think while the game controls really well on a controller, and that is the way I enjoyed playing it and my preferred game input, I think the sliding feels a bit loose on controller, and I didn't find myself to have as much control over it as I did on mouse and keyboard. But everything else I felt pretty confident in doing with a controller, more confident than I did on the mouse and keyboard. It's just it's a little weird there. But... The game itself just feels really, really good. It looks great. I love the look of it a lot. Runs super well, which is important with a fast-paced first-person shooter. And it is fast. It is a fast game. And that might push some people away. But what I really want to talk about, because there's not much to say about the game other than... I mean, I'll get to the game. But what I want to focus on predominantly 
is the controller support, the native controller support, because that is what I was excited about most hearing them adding. And I think there are plenty of people who are like me and have just either never been a mouse and keyboard player or they drifted away from it for such a long time that returning to it is hard. I realized that after playing through it in my first session for about an hour and a half, maybe close to two hours, after about an hour, my left hand in particular started hurting. And when that happened, I'm like, oh shit, man, I really am old. I'm about to turn 36 after all. I'm less than a month away at this point of the recording of this year episode. So I'm no spring chicken anymore. And that one concerned me and two made me say, I'm not playing this again until they add controller support because I know I can add it myself and it's a lot more integrated in Steam now from what I have heard and I don't have to use stuff like Xpatter, which I do have, but I haven't messed around with in such a long time. But that that was a, a bit disappointing because I really wanted to get accustomed to and get in the habit of playing with mouse and keyboard again. And I know this is all very uh, me right now and not about the game, but that was, you know, sad. And it's important because this led me to not only wanting to see what the controller support was like, but needing it. And I'm sure there are plenty of people out there like me who either, again, don't like playing on mouse and keyboard or maybe like me just can't do it anymore because it brings them actual physical pain. So with all that said and all that out of the way, the controller support is pretty good. It's not perfect, it can be finicky in weird ways, but the core gameplay on controller feels really good. In addition to your, your chainsaw leg, you also have a dashing ability and a double jump, which is, oh god, yes. Thank you a whole, whole bunch. There's also wall running, but only in specific places. But you've got two dashes per jump and a double jump. And man, oh man, I what can I say? I'm a sucker for any game that gives you a double jump. I think double jump should just be in everything. They should even be in basketball games. NBA 2K, where's the double jump? Come at me, bro. But the, the gameplay on controller feels really good. The shooting feels really good. It will take some finagling in the settings to find the right sensitivity for you. And it's weird because the sensitivity has two different settings that affect it on controller. There is a gamepad section specifically for adjusting the controls, but that's more of a fine tuning thing. And the general controls that affect mouse and keyboard, the sensitivity there also affects the sensitivity of the gamepad controls. I didn't realize this at first, and I was wondering why things weren't changing that much when I was adjusting the gamepad ones. And then when I adjusted the keyboard ones, they went crazy. And it was just, it was a bit of a, a mess. And getting those settings right and the way they word it in the gamepad settings is kind of annoying because the X and Y axis sensitivity, one of them they call aim assist and the other they call something else. But calling sensitivity aim assist is a little, <laughs> it's a little bit of an FU. And the game does like to give the middle finger when you're playing and shooting off missiles. But I was like, what the fuck? What is this aim assist? What are you talking about? This is not what aim assist is. You sons of bitches. It's just sensitivity. God, you fucks. But once you get the sensitivity where you want it, it feels really, really good on controller. The shooting just feels really, really good. The issue I have with controller currently is that some of the 
inputs don't always register or things get reset. It's just a little weird in how it works. And even navigating the menus, it can start to like freak out and flicker back and forth or not register inputs. And this is something that I, I tested my controller in other games to make sure my controller wasn't freaking out and it was fine. But the real issue is with specifically the weapon swapping mechanic. So you, I think, press the right bumper. It's one of the bumpers. I think it's the right bumper to bring up your weapon wheel. And then you also just tap it if you want to swap between the last weapon you used. The left bumper, I think, is your little missile attack, which is an ability you get later on. But the quick swapping worked for me probably less than half of the time. It would work initially when I would switch between two weapons and then do it quickly, you know, to do the little tappy tap, tappy tap tap. Oh, go in your hole, ball happy Gilmore. Ha <laughs> ha uh, It would work initially, but then eventually it just wouldn't do anything. And I was like, okay, what's going on here? And then I would be in these really hectic firefights fighting dozens of enemies and I would want to swap to my shotgun from my minigun or vice versa. And then I would bring up the weapon wheel to switch it slowly and manually in, in that sense. And I would rotate the analog stick so that it would highlight the gun I want to switch to. Then I would let go and it wouldn't change my gun. And it can just be way, way, way too finicky in that and how perfect you have to be aligned in order for it to change to the weapon you want. So I think maybe having it be more of a toggle thing where it just, once you've passed the halfway point, it's going to switch to the weapon that you're closest to. That is the one aspect of the controller support currently that I have the biggest issue with because that became really frustrating and would lead to me taking more damage or I don't know if I ever died because of it, but I definitely got out of the flow of combat whenever that happened. And that was disappointing because the flow of combat when you're in it feels really, really good. When everything's working and you're not having any issues, the game is one of the most fun first-person shooters I've played in a long, long time. I enjoyed Shadow Warrior 3, but Turbo Overkill, when everything is going the way you want it feels so good and part of it too i think is just the fact that it looks so good the particle effects the art in general it is a very very well put together game the foundation is so strong that i have no doubts that this is going to be a great game when it's complete because it's already a great game now there are a few things i would change or remove from the game that are currently in it and i'll get to those now because i've talked enough about controller support the controller feels really good outside of the whole sensitivity stuff and the weapon swapping issue currently but the game itself is almost not not almost perfect but it's very 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 good the enemies are challenging but satisfying to take on and the the way health works is through a, a traditional armor and health pickup system. No regenerating health or anything like that. The things I don't like about the game right now, though, are in some of the earlier areas that are more open, you aren't really guided that well. And I understand having things be more open and forcing you to figure things out on your own, but it would be nice, especially in this day and age, put in some accessibility options or whatever. But maybe when the game realizes that you haven't made any progress and you haven't done anything, you haven't even gotten into a firefight for five plus minutes, 
the game should realize this and push you in the direction you need to go. Because going around aimlessly in a level, not even getting into random firefights or anything, is not fun. So that is something I found frustrating in the earlier levels, but it wasn't as much of a problem in the later areas. And while the majority of enemies are great, there are these close-up melee enemies who usually come at you in bunches of one or two dozen. And what I hate about them is that if they get up on you, they can destroy you in seconds. It could be one second and you're automatically dead from full health, full armor. They can destroy you. That's not a problem because you should be able to avoid them and take them out. They are really good for taking down with the chainsaw sliding. What I don't like about them, though, is that the way they spawn into the world so often happens in quote-unquote surprise ways where they are really just spawning them behind you when you enter an area or out of your peripheral vision or they're spawning them in such a way that you have little to sometimes no time to anticipate them and prepare for them or avoid them and that's annoying to go from full health to almost dead or even dead because a bunch of melee enemies just spawn out of nowhere because you hit a trigger point and they just fucking destroyed you. On their own, they're the weakest enemies in the game. But the way they are spawned into the world and the number of them that are spawned in at that time can be incredibly frustrating and annoying. I would like them to be either removed or more ideally just thrown into the game in ways that don't feel cheap and bullshitty like they often are currently. But overall, the enemies offer a solid challenge without being frustrating if we exclude those stupid melee pieces of shit. But outside of those enemies that I don't like and the occasional getting lost in levels that is more predominantly in the earlier levels, I think Turbo Overkill is a really, really good game with a fair amount of content already there. There are hidden tapes and something else, I think, to find in each level. It'll open up bonus areas, and it's just fun replaying levels because of how good it feels to play. So if you are a fan of first-person shooters, especially fast-paced ones, I cannot recommend Turbo Overkill highly enough. It may only be early access, but if they never added any new content and only polished what is currently there, even then, I think you would be pretty satisfied with the money spent on it. I, I really, really had a great time with it. And I continue coming back, which is saying something. This is the game I've put the most time into for first. I've already played it for four ish hours but uh yeah i think that's enough turbo overkill i probably forgot to talk about some things and whatnot because i got a little sidetracked on the controller support and other things but uh yeah turbo overkill it, it, all you need to really know i should just cut everything out and just say hey people turbo overkill it's fucking fucking cool ass game man I, I like it i like it shotgun satisfying too really satisfying shotgun uh both of them like a lot but before i go you can also augment yourself and your limbs so that when you are sliding through enemies and killing them with your chainsaw leg you will gain health and armor you can add various 
damage modifiers and whatnot to say your missile thing and stuff like that so it's, 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 it's cool it's cool i like it i like the game anywho that will do it for this episode of ours once again i am marcus and as y'all can find me on twitter and pretty much everywhere at px sausage uh, if you'd like to see me streaming games like to roll overkill you can do that right here on the youtubes i have transitioned completely to youtube though i'm saying this in all of the stuff right now but i'm thinking i'm gonna, I'm gonna try it out i'm gonna try multi-streaming to both twitch and youtube but youtube is the new primary platform i might even try uh, streaming on the old face but uh i'm gonna test all that kind of stuff out but no matter what, uh, YouTube is definitely going to be the place. So to all you audio listeners who are listening and not watching this right now, if you'd like to watch either the videos I make or the streams or any of that jazz now, you can do all of it over at youtube.com slash pixelated sausage. Like, subscribe, hit the bell, and all that jazz. That is, again, youtube.com slash pixelated sausage. Speaking of pixelated sausage, you put a dot and come after that. What do you got? You got my website. And if you go there, you can find more stuff like this as well as the art I'm making. If you see something you like, you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that I do, you can support me by going over to patreon.com slash pxs. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's it. That's all. Thank you so very, very much for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye.